Welcome to this week's Racing UK podcast with me, Ali Rao. Let's start with the weekend's action from Weatherby. The jump season cranked up another gear with the Charlie Hall chase and the John Smith's hurdle. There was a slight feeling of anti-climax in the Charlie Hall with Diamond Harry withdrawing last minute and the winner slipped under most people's radar. Instead, focus was on one of last year's leading novices, Time for Rupert. But was that short-sighted? Just how good is Weird Al? Here's his trainer, Donald McCain. I'm absolutely thrilled and it would be wrong to take all the credit. came looking a million dollars from Ian's, you know, the lads decided they want to change. Ian's a good friend, it wasn't an easy thing to, but you know, good horses are good horses and, and he's, he's been a help and, and came a million dollars and, and, and I think this race had been the target then, you know, so, so I certainly can't take all the credit, that's for sure, but um, you know, we said we'd just pop out fourth or fifth and just let the race happen and see where we ended up because I, I didn't really know the horse until he ran, you know, um, and he's given an absolute peach. He said he's picked up really well and just idled in front of it. Obviously, it's well documented. He's had his issues. He had a fracture before the Sun Alliance and he had his problems last year and hasn't really had a proper race since the start of last season, so he's getting back first, you know. And as McCain alluded to, the horse has had his problems over the last few years. But his record speaks for itself. Five wins in seven chases. The loss is coming when things were amiss in last year's Hennessy and Gold Cup. I doubt he's a horse we'll be seeing more than a few times a season. But fit and well, be no surprise to see him mixing it with the best. We can't leave without talking about the impressive Restless Harry. 20 lengths winner over Farrellong in the John Smith's hurdle. There wasn't a happier man in the place than his trainer, Robin Dickon. He was quite overcome with the motion in the winner's enclosure. He's always deserved a big one and it has slightly eluded him. He was placed in the cello. He's been placed several times behind Big Bucks. He's been placed behind Grand Cru. And when you get to championship level... To actually win a race of this enormity is quite something. Yeah. You mentioned a horse like Big Bucks. What would be the plan for the season? Are you going to take him on again or are you going to go novice chasing with him? Well, I, I'm, I'm sure it won't be a relief to Paul Nichols because I don't think he has anything to worry about. I've been in racing 42 years. I think uh, Big Bucks is the most extraordinary creature and the best staying hurdler the world has ever seen or ever likely to see. And that my horse can even blow wind at him, I'm very proud. And now we'll go chasing and avoid him. <laughs> He's not been an easy horse, as you've alluded to over the years, but he seems to be very calm here today. Uh, well, he's a lot calmer than the trainer today, yeah. Um, he isn't a good traveller. And he has a little Shetland miniature pony with him at all times, which keeps him quieter. And he's a devil for trying to climb up into the roof of the box because he just wants to get going. And we had no traffic problems on the way here, which was good. Uh, and um, yeah, it's all gone very smoothly. He was very calm in all the preliminaries. Uh, I ride him every day myself. And I firmly believe that quiet horses is when they're most dangerous. That's when they're at their peak. And he was wonderfully calm today. And he's been galloping fabulous at home. Uh, he's absolutely spot on, which uh, that's quite a feat to get a horse like that for their first run of the season. And so then he's been at home, you've had him schooling over the, the larger fences. What would be the sort of plan of attack now? Well, actually a year ago, when he was winning his novices, he did quite a bit of schooling over fences and he has actually won a point-to-point. -point. So I'm sure the transition won't be a problem. Uh, having said that, last year, because he was competing at championship level, I deliberately didn't school him over fences. I didn't want him jumping his hurdles too deliberate. But he certainly jumps hurdles in the manner that a fence won't be a problem. He's very good over parallel bars and show jumps in our uh, all-weather school at home. And I, I'm sure uh, going from one to the other 
won't be a problem. And in fact, I think he such a rhythmical horse over a jump that having 11 fences in two miles as opposed to eight hurdles in two miles, uh, that, that'll be an advantage to him, not a disadvantage. And well, I'm just so excited I could, I could cry. <laughs> Robin Dickon there, a joy to talk to at Weatherby. Next time, next time Restless Harry runs, I'll bring the tissues with me. So that's all the action from Weatherby. Next week sees the conclusion of the flat season. And again, it's come down to an exciting end to the Jockeys' Championship. Paul Hannigan is four clear of Sylvester D'Souza as they head into the final week. But with D'Souza in Australia until Wednesday, it's hard not to see Hannigan putting it to bed before the Brazilian gets back. So all the news from the flat championships and a full roundup from the Badger Ales chase at Wincanton. But in the meantime, enjoy your week's racing.